Welcome to Jays from Home. Uh, Steve is away. I forget where he said he went this week. I'm going to guess Espinola, but uh, I could be wrong on that one. He is somewhere uh, in Ontario, but just not here, able to join in on the podcast. So it will just be me uh, solo today talking about baseball as usual. And last week we talked about uh, the August drudge. Um, So this week I decided, as far as like the baseball stuff goes, we're going to keep it all positive just to kind of help us to uh, rise out of the August drudge. And um, I think the Blue Jays uh, definitely helped a lot in in doing that with some recent results this week. Uh, But I think it's also just to remember that this is a a long season. We're still in in August, so so there's still some some exciting baseball to come out of uh, uh, these bats and arms that we that we cheer for and uh so it'll be um it'll be it'll be a fun fun ending to see how how it all pans out but i thought that it was important that uh in order to kind of combat all the all the negativity that we're seeing these days uh, on in twitter even on this own podcast that uh today for the baseball stuff we'll make it all 100 percent all positive today's the positive episode so we're all we're only going to say positive things about this team from here on out which means i might have to actually ignore my uh, weekly poll that i did earlier in the week but uh um, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but uh, this week um, it's been uh, it started a little a little uh, not so great for the Jays, but that's okay. That's okay. We're positive here. Um, they they lost uh, to the Orioles seven to four on Monday, and they lost again to the Orioles four to two on Tuesday. Um, and they had uh, they had you know lots of home runs and, and and a couple of home runs in that Tuesday game. Um, the positive thing about uh, the Tuesday game, though, just uh, aside from baseball, is that uh, there was a seven-year-old who threw out um, the first uh, pitch at the Blue Jays game from Saskatoon, and he 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 got through heart surgery, and the Jays. Uh, picked him. His name is Rocky Trainer. He threw the opening pitch, and it was his lifelong dream to uh, to to throw the first pitch for the Jays. So he got his chance after recovering fully from heart surgery. So that, uh, despite the loss, is definitely a positive for uh, Rocky and his family. So that's great. Um, yeah, they they the Jays did lose. That's that's too bad. These Orioles, um, I think, are the best team in the East uh, coming out of the, uh, the 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 trade deadline. They've been playing really well. Um, on Wednesday, uh, th- this was a day game. Um, the Jays bats finally, finally, kind of really came alive. Uh, they won six to one. Ross Stripling was uh, throwing a-, a perfect game through six plus innings, so he really did his job as far as uh, you know keeping the the Orioles off the board. Um, Springer uh, was pinch hitting in the seventh uh, to open the scoring for the Jays with an RBI uh, on his uh, 1,000th career base hit. So that was a, a big milestone for him. So, uh, yeah, the Jays kind of uh, found that gear in the seventh inning and uh, and, and took that game away from, from the Orioles and uh, salvaged the series a little bit with a, with a win out of the, those three games. Um and then came uh, the trip to New York uh, to face the Yankees. So that was um, exciting, daunting, um, scary, um, fun to watch. Uh, many things uh, when you're watching a, a Yankees series. Um, but on Wednesday, uh, or Thursday, I mean, they beat the Yankees 9-2. to um, Jose Barrios, he pitched really well. He pitched sixth and two-thirds inning, only giving up one earned run. Um, in that huge, they had a huge second inning. Uh, Vladdy hit a three-run home run. Uh, Springer uh, went five for five. And Kikuchi, um, 
we we learned, I think, on Wednesday's game that he was not walking out with the uh, starting uh, pitching rotation staff, uh, but he made his first um, uh, relief appearance uh, in in that I think it was the eighth inning where he I think he walked the first couple of batters, but then he shut down the next three. So he had uh, you know like he's never really pitched out of the bullpen before, so that was a, that was a good start, and so so that was that was uh, really nice to see him pitch well out of the bullpen. So that's great. Um, Friday, the Jays shut out the Yankees four to nothing. That was nice to see. Teoscar hit a two run home run in the fourth, and Vladdy uh, recorded his five uh, hundredth career hit in that game. So that was great. Um, Saturday, uh, the Jays beat to Garrett Cole and the Yankees five to two. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, he scored two runs in the fifth off a double, so that's that's good to see him finally kind of make some. Um... We saw uh, Kirk in that same inning hit a two-run double with the bases loaded, and uh, Matt Chapman hit a home run uh, straight straight away to center field in the ninth. So that w- that was a great game. So um, son- so that means basically after those three straight wins against the Yankees, that the Jays have won this series. I'm recording this uh, Sunday morning, so we have not yet seen the uh, results of uh, Sunday afternoon's games. But I believe that's a, a Alec Manoa start, so uh, that's that's a good uh, s- good sign for the Jays uh, when he's whenever he's pitching, they do well. So uh, that'll be great. Uh, either way, they have won this series and, and made up a little bit of ground on the Yankees. Um, they The Jays are now um, 65 and 54. They're tied with Seattle for the first wildcard spot and seven games back in the East. Um, I think they were like double digits uh, only like a couple weeks ago. So um, the, the the Yankees are are, are, uh, are slumping a little bit and uh, <laughs> we've seen lots of lots of temper tantrums coming from their manager in the press conferences. Uh, but And the Jays are, are picking the right time to kind of get hot and, and start putting some wins together. So this is great. Um, so yeah, all positives today. So I'm just going to go with three home runs. Um, first of all, uh, Matt Chapman, we were talking about Yusei Kikuchi. Matt Chapman, the good teammate, is uh, home run number one here. Um, he apparently... Um, uh, he said apparently he was rattled when he was told that Kukuchi had offered to go down to Buffalo um, to kind of be be ready as a as a spot starter if needed. But uh, um, apparently um, Chapman said that I think I'm going to talk to Kukuchi and let him know that he's a lot more viable than he thinks he is because he doesn't need to be getting optioned. And I think there is a lot of great things that he can do for this club. Uh, I, I'm gonna go pump him up now. So so. Good, good on on Matt Chapman to kind of make it uh, uh, his 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 kind of project his 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 uh, his mission to to uh, uh, help Kikuchi just get through this kind of bump in the road and and and, and uh, appreciate his role on the team as a reliever now. So that's good. Um, my other home run, uh, home run number two, uh, is uh, those Vladdy line drive home runs. I think those are almost like a, a a trademark kind of hit for Vladdy, where he just hits hits them straight. They're like straight out of the park, literally like like 40, 50 feet off the ground. Uh, I think he hit the lo- lowest launch angle home run uh, of the entire MLB season this year earlier this week there's a 15 degree launch angle and it basically went on a straight plane and you see a lot of those line drives um especially in in roger center going out to, to to left field so those are those are fun to watch those signature vladdy straight line home runs i love to see those um and then home run number three are the intangibles um i think that one of the things that uh we forget about are how the Jays perform with certain players in the lineup. And last week we saw um, 
we over the past couple of weeks we've been without George Springer in the lineup, and surprisingly, coincidentally, I don't know, uh, the Jays didn't uh, play so well. But put him in the lineup, and even if he's not starting the game as as as, as he didn't on Saturday, um, but uh, you put him in the lineup and and just have him ready. Uh, it makes this team a better team. It just uh, they they look totally different especially especially with Springer in the lineup when you have him at the top of the lineup the uh, the, the this lineup goes goes deep all of a sudden when everybody who can bat is healthy so that's good to see um, and another thing um, I I Barrios was my my, my uh, strikeout last week I think but this week I'm gonna put him in as my home run first of all because he performed really well against the Yankees and second of all is the Jays um, you know as opposed to Kikuchi the Jays uh, they have a winning record when whenever Barrios pitches despite some of his kind of scary results they still they still win the majority of the games that Barrios uh pitches when, when they play so that, that that's just a positive right there just having him in the lineup and having him just kind of work through this adversity he's going to be a better pitcher for it and uh hopefully it'll all click for him uh come playoff time so though but uh, but yeah i decided to go with three home runs this week just to keep things positive yeah so for this uh weekly poll um yeah i, I originally had a negative uh, question going uh, who was the biggest disappointment of the year for the Jays so let's let's ignore that because I think that you know there have been some disappointments but we can uh, uh, look past that for this episode for sure uh, but let's go with the follow-up question that I asked um, who has been the most surprisingly successful who has been the most surprisingly successful uh, starting pitcher for the Jays? And my answer for that one would have to be Ross uh, Stripling, just because he's been so consistent, and we just saw him throw up uh, six perfect innings uh, against the Yankees in a really important uh, uh, spot. We've seen them talk about uh, having a sense of urgency and uh, not allowing any hits or runs or base runners. Uh, definitely uh, uh, fits that uh, description for sure. Um, so yeah, ha- just having Ross Stripling just... Uh, be consistent and be available. Um, he, originally, he was, um, you know, uh, pitching out of the bullpen to start the year, but then we saw lots of injuries happen to, to you know, Ryu and, and just different pitchers going, having some problems like Kikuchi, and, and Stripling has been there, and he's been just uh, ready to go, and uh, he's, he's, he's pitched really well all, all year around, and he's been uh, really reliable, and I think that's important, uh, as we've seen, uh, t- for a, a pitcher in the rotation to be able to have a reliable arm to go to and know that you're going to get uh, quality innings out of the guy. So so I think Ross Stripling has been, um, even though we saw kind of saw this a little bit last year too, but he's been just the most surprisingly uh, successful pitcher this year. Um, we didn't necessarily, and we hoped that we didn't need to see uh, too much of, of him in the starting uh, rotation, but uh, it's been it's been a, a nice surprise for sure. Um, so now on to some Jay's notes. Um, something that I was really uh, happy to see, it was announced uh, earlier in the week, is that the Canadian Future Showcase is coming here to Ottawa uh, in September. So it's basically um, a little uh, end-of-the-week tournament between that showcases all the Canadian talent uh, for, 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 I think, MLB scouts and also just college scouts just to get uh, just to show all the all the different uh, uh, American universities, the Canadian talent that's out there. So that'll be interesting to see. So I hope they'll have some uh, tickets available for that. And I think there's going to have I think there's going to be four teams, and then um, and then I guess uh, they'll have a kind of a round robin tournament, and then 
um, some sort of um, skills competition uh, leading up to it at the end as well. And so I guess um, we can thank uh, that big storm and also, oh no, was it the storm? No, it was the it was the the uh, internet outage. I think that uh, had to cancel a like a Drake concert or something and so this that means that this event had to be moved which is normally held in toronto but now it had to be moved to ottawa so that's that's great to see um and i'll be excited uh to be able to hopefully get some tickets to see some some young canadian baseball talent uh uh show off their their skills um so yeah we saw springer activated from the injured list uh zimmer was was DFA'd, and actually um, Philadelphia Phillies ended up uh, picking him up, so that's that's good for him. Um, some more positive pitching notes here to do with injuries. Nate Pearson uh, is throwing off a mound for the first time since June, so maybe we'll uh, see him uh, come September in the playoffs. We'll see. Um, in the minors, we saw four Dunedin uh, Blue Jays pitchers uh, team up to throw a no-hitter. We saw Ian, Kil- Ian Churchill, Kendris Rojas, Cooper Benson and Sam Ryan uh, team up, and they all uh, combine to throw a no-hitter, so that's great. Um, for some just a, some extra depth, uh, the Jays signed uh, Yoshi Tsutsugo to a minor league contract. He's a lefty, uh, he's a left-handed hitter, and he plays left field. They signed him out of uh, Pittsburgh, so that's just some extra depth, which is good. And I've also heard that they're talking to—I don't know if they've this is officially signed or if they're just still in the talks—but they're talking to Billy Hamilton, uh, maybe to to uh, come aboard the team as well. So I think that he would just be like—I'm not sure how well he hits anymore. He can field, I guess, but I think he would almost be specifically a a pinch uh, running specialist, maybe because he is still pretty fast. Um, so that's interesting. Um, some other no- news here: the postseason schedule was announced earlier this week. So uh, again, we'll be going. We'll see. We'll be seeing uh, baseball in November, which is great. And I, I love. I think it's. I've said say this a lot. Uh, the postseason baseball is my favorite time of the year because it's you know Canadian Thanksgiving. Um, you know, you're you're cooking your meal. And there's baseball on, and all weekend long. It's the the ramp. It's the just the beginning of uh, usually the AL uh, ALDS uh, happens on, on around Canadian uh, Thanksgiving. So there's there's lots of lots of great comfort food uh, cooking while baseball's on in the background. So so this is it's my my I think I think that uh, Canadian Thanksgiving is is my favorite uh, holiday just because of all the baseball that's happening. There's just so much baseball and so much exciting um, action happening uh, while. While you're you're celebrating basically a holiday about food, so, <laughs> so it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> we saw some just intrigue coming out of uh, the Texas Rangers team because they they um, they fired their manager earlier in the week, Chris Woodward, um, and they hired uh, third base coach Tony Beasley as their interim manager. And then later in the week on on Wednesday, uh, they fired their president of baseball, uh, John Daniels. So so who knows what's going on there? But that's just some interesting news that I thought, even though it's not it's not positive news for those guys, um, just some some interesting stuff coming out of baseball. So that, that, yeah, uh, and then their GM Chris Young is going to fill in in the uh, president of baseball operations role now, I guess. But it just sounds like there's not a lot of communication going on uh, among the, amongst that team because, yeah, uh, John Daniels didn't know that he was fired when he was firing his manager. So uh, some weird weird stuff going on, for sure. Um, all right, so looking ahead for the Jays, they are in Boston. Um, I think Boston is back up to 500. Uh, so they're playing okay right now. So it's, it's not going to be an easy uh, series by any means, and then uh, on the weekend they're back home uh, to face the uh, Angels. 
uh, with Mike Trout and and uh, and Shohei Otani coming into town. And this is also going to be a, ce- a celebration of the uh, the anniversary, uh, anniversary, the thirtieth anniversary of the nineteen ninety two uh, Blue Jays World Series winning team. So that uh, that's going to be uh, a fun look down memory lane for sure. It'll be curious to see who uh, who they get to appear at the game. My favorite player from the ninety two team was always Pat Borders because I was when I was. Uh, 12 years old I, I i think uh catching catcher was my favorite position and uh pat borders were the, was the catcher and he was the mvp of that uh, 1992 world series team so that's that's gonna be fun to, to to watch um so your minnesota twins check-in um they are they had a they had a good week they're they're 62 and 56 right now they're one game behind cleveland for the lead in the uh al central um but they swept the orioles in three games and then they uh they're playing now the the rangers and i think on friday and saturday they won one lost one against the rangers so uh uh they could come out of this with a pretty good week if they whether they win or lose on sunday so that's that's good for the twins um they are they have a tough week ahead of them uh, to start for sure because they're uh, in houston um, and then they're playing uh, the Giants after that on the weekend. So a bit of a tough week for them, definitely to start. Um, and they lost another arm out of the rotation. Uh, uh, Tyler Maley was put on the 10-day injured list with right shoulder inflammation, uh, retroactive to the uh, 18th. I guess his velocity was down in his last start, and he only and he only lasted about two and a third innings. So they were a little worried about his shoulder coming out of that game. But uh, you know, um, that's a it's a fun uh, division race to watch because like everybody's so close in that wild card race, and uh, the Twins definitely. Um, if they can stay healthy and keep their eye on the prize, uh, they can they can still win that division. So that so uh, let's hope that uh, they can they can keep uh, their winning ways. Uh, it's going to be a tough tough uh, series against Houston for sure, though. Um, so your Titans check in. Um, Steve pays more attention to this than I do for sure. Uh, they've but they they had a tough week. They lost four straight against Tri City and Quebec City. And Steve sent me a, a note just now. So let's just see what he has to say. Oh, he's showing me how the playoff picture is uh, coming down in the final two weeks of the of the Frontier League season. So let's just see if I if I can quickly. Um, so the playoff, if the playoffs were to start today, uh, the Quebec Capitals would have a bye. Uh, the Tri City Valley Cats and the Sussex County Miners would have the wild card. Um, I guess so. The Titans have fallen out of the uh, the playoffs at this point, so they need to uh, get some wins together for sure. But they're a half game behind the Miners at this point. Um, so that's in the uh, East Division in the Frontier League, and in the West Division, um, we have the Washington Wild Things uh, with the bye, and the Evansville Otters and Schaumburg Boomers with the wild card spots, with uh, Joliet Slammers, Lake Erie Crushers, and Gateway Grizzlies in the hunt. So that's 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 the playoff picture. Uh, as of August 21st for uh, the Frontier League, so that's that's interesting. Uh, I, I, it's funny how quickly the the Titans have fallen out of a, a spot because they're playing so well. So hopefully they can uh, turn things around as far as that goes. Um, okay, and so uh, a bit of a quick episode today, but now we're going to go to the personal stuff. Uh, now that we're out of the baseball, I thought I would give um, go go slightly. I don't, I don't want to call this negative because the kids the kids have fun, but uh, we're, we're starting our, our, our back-to-school uh, shopping, and really it's not really back-to-school because it's, it's just to school for, for Leo because he's 
um, is starting junior kindergarten for the first time. So it's not back to school for him because he's just going to school. But anyways, um, uh, he uh, needed new shoes. And uh, Bo, our, our toddler, also needed new shoes. So we took them both to the shoe store. Uh, and, and Krista and I thought that, you know, if, if we're each watching one child, it's, it's, it's uh, I guess, a fair... Uh, defense, I guess uh, we 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 can we can handle it, but we were wrong. They were they were um, definitely testing out their shoes. They were running all over the shoe store, um, and uh, they definitely got their steps in for sure. Um, if if you want to, um, here, here's a tip. If you want to be a if if you're looking to uh, find an easy way to uh, be a shoplifter, is uh, Bring someone's children, maybe even your own, but you might not want to get your own uh, kids arrested in this uh, situation. But uh, um, make yourself uh, look like a frazzled parent and then just have your kids try on the shoes and then get them to, to run out the door because uh, that's exactly what happened with Leo and Bo. They were just running around and eventually they, they, they realized that this door to the store is wide open. So they're like, okay, well, let's just run out of the store with our shoes on that we have not paid for yet. So uh, I had to run after those two in a, in a parking lot, and I caught them, and we got the shoes off, paid for the shoes, did not steal the shoes because we, we went in there planning to pay for the shoes um, and and survived somehow. But, yeah, if you want to, uh, an easy way to, uh, to, to get free shoes is to uh, just uh, act like a frazzled parent and let your... Uh, young children run around and eventually they can just run out of the store and uh no one will be the wiser but uh yeah so leo and bo have some new shoes uh and i guess they're a little faster now too they're harder to catch um right now leo and bo and and, and krista are off uh, doing their uh they're playing at, a, at an indoor gym and i think leo's favorite thing this is my no decision uh about this indoor gym is what he calls the snack box uh that's uh what you would know as a, a vending machine, but I thought that was just just funny that Leo called it uh, the vending machine, the snack box, because it is it is a snack box. It is a, a giant box full of yummy snacks that kids love to eat. Uh, so yeah, we we can call the vending machine snack boxes from now on. That's good. I, I would also call my, my my belly a snack box as well. But uh, uh, the the snacks that would come out of there aren't as as definitely not as tasty as. Uh, uh, a vending machine, but uh, yeah, we won't go in there anymore. Um, and my home run uh, last week, Krista was cleaning the kitchen. This week, Krista is cleaning and organizing the basement. Um, it was, it has been a bit of a disaster area over the past uh, couple of years, where we just have been amassing just toys and and things that aren't to- like garbage. Like the, the kids will play with anything. And, uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a disaster area, uh, especially the past week or so, uh, with, with being one-on-one with, uh, with, with two children in the basement, um, who love to, their favorite activity is just to dump toys on the floor. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, it was a bit of a Scrooge McDuck situation too, just with, instead of gold coins, the room was just full of toys and you could like, just go swimming in it, um, if, I guess if if, you, if you've ever seen Ducktales, you 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 know what I'm talking about. So I might just be talking to Steve here. I don't know. But anyways, uh, Krista is organizing the 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 basement, which uh, just makes things a lot better because it's it's just impossible to play down here when it's the, the floor is, is covered in toys. So that's that's great. Um, I wonder what Krista is going to tackle next maybe maybe I'll, I'll try to get her to do the garage i don't know anyways but it's just it's nice to have some organizing going on because i'm i'm, I'm kept pretty busy uh during the daytime you know just just 
trying to, to, to just clean up the things that the kids drop behind them. So uh, you, you fall behind pretty quickly when the house uh, gets gets messy. So, uh, yeah, um, that's my homework, Krista, cleaning the house. So next week, um, I think Steve's away again next week, so it'll be me. Uh, we'll see what we can do as far as finding a, a guest uh, for the show. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Um, but uh, either way, I will uh, talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.